1: Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show. Live!
2: Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. What is going on, everybody? I'm Smitty from the Fantasy Football Show. We've got a little breaking news here. Scary Terry McLaurin. We knew this was coming down the way. Debo's next. What's this deal mean for Debo? There's a lot of implications here, a lot to talk about, but let's first talk about what Scary McLaurin. First of all, scary Terry McLaurin inking a big deal, getting a monster contract. Let's give him an out of boy. Scary Terry. You deserve it, good buddy. Uh, Scary Terry McLaurin, one of the most underrated wide receivers in the NFL. One of the most underrated fantasy football wide receivers in fantasy football. This guy is a monster. This guy could head to, to the, moon. the moon in 2022 and beyond. And if you have him as your low-end wide receiver one and let's say a zero wide receiver strategy, you're doing good things. This guy could be your crafty, you know, wait on a wide receiver. Don't draft a wide receiver till round the top around five. This news, news like this, tends to 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 make people think, oh, you know, a Terry Terry McLaurin when they're in a draft, more so than than right you know before this. Like, oh, he's a forgotten man. He's not getting a contract. What's wrong with him? That's what a lot of people think. The psychology of of fantasy football minds is he's not getting a contract, Smitty. Does this mean there's something wrong with him? Is he broken? Should I let him fall to 5.4? Now he's in the news. People are going to be like, ah, yeah, Scary Terry. I'm going to take him at 4.12. So he may not fall to the 5.1, 5.2, 5.3 much longer because of just the freshness of hearing about him. But Scary Terry McLaurin makes a fantastic win a league, wide receiver one in a zero WR approach through four rounds. You could even take him technically at like the 4.12, 5.1 turn. You're better off letting him go into round five. That's win a league material. Into round five. Not in four. Try it in five. I don't want to see you mock drafting this man inside the the top, I don't know, 25 because we're doing a little show about him. So let's read let's read the deal here. Commanders, this is the first report. Terry McLaurin signing a three year extension worth up to $71 million in new money that places him among the NFL's top five wide receivers. Uh, this this source is ESPN. Then we got more details over here from Ian Rappaport. These details suggest that the total guaranteed money is fifty three point one five four million dollars, which is phenomenal. Fully guaranteed at signing is thirty four point six million. Uh, we don't know if there's any like stipulations of any kind of massages that you know situations that pop up that gets that taken away, but 34.6 mil is what he's getting now. Another 12.5 million uh, guaranteed in March 2023. Signing bonus of 28 million. Roster bonus at the start of each year. 250k escalators each year, except for the last year based on Pro Bowl nods. That's pretty awesome. Guy gets a Pro Bowl nod, 250. Guy gets a guy gets another Pro Bowl nod, two fifty. That's a that's a that's a couple Teslas right there. Fifty three point one five million guaranteed. What does this mean for Debo Samuel? Let me tell you, it's not good at, at, at the surface, and I'll tell you why. Debo's got a very lofty expectation of himself, which, granted, he deserves to have that loft lofty expectation if we're being honest about Debo Samuel and what he did last year he more than earned what McLaurin should get he more than earned what honestly a lot of the bigger name wide receivers Inc and new deals deserve because of what he does for his team, how important he is for his team, if you wanted to actually pay Debo Samuel based on importance to his organization, and the fact that the team leaned on him, everything went through him, he would deserve more than pretty much anybody and I'm not saying that he deserves to ink a, a, a $70 million guaranteed deal. You're misunderstanding what I'm saying. I'm saying that I understand where Debo is coming from. From a, from a proven perspective, he doesn't deserve what Adams and Hill and those guys get. I'm not an absolute moron. But when it comes to coming off of one year and expecting a, a monster deal, I get where Debo's coming from because based on one year, which you can't base contracts on. On. You can't base a, a contract off of one year. And I know he played two years injured in his second year. Played pretty well his rookie year. But really we're looking at one year that we're basing Debo's contract extension on. He balled out one year. He can't expect what seems reasonable on its face. That he does deserve to be paid like pretty much any wide receiver in the league. When his team counts on him the way they count on him. And that's not going to go away... Stop with this nonsense of Debo's not gonna play wide back anymore. Just get out of here with it. That's the biggest bunch of posturing BS I've ever heard. Get out of here. He wants the ball. When Debo inks his deal, where's my football? When Debo Debo Inks his deal, he wants the ball in his hands at all times. Do you think he's going in the huddle? Going blue 32? Here's Trey. Blue 32, hatchback, flex capacitor 27. Grays, book, sports almanac seven, 42, Debo. Handing the ball to you in five. Excuse me. This is Debo. Excuse me. I don't want the football. I don't want to run the football. Don't hand the football to me. I'm not gonna run. If you hand the football to me, I'm not gonna run. If anybody thinks Debo does not want the football, you're out of your mind. This is posturing. I don't you don't want to pay me for playing wide back and quarterback or what quarterback, wide back and running back, and wide receiver and tight end. You don't want to pay me for all these things. Guess what? Guess what? I don't want to do him then. That's what he's doing. We're all doing that at our jobs. Okay? We're posturing. Mods, hit that. Someone, One of my mods hit that. We're posturing here. Okay? That's what you do when you're in contract extension mode. I got it. I got him. I moderated. Smitty's doing it all. McLaurin inking this deal. $71 million. 53.15 mil guaranteed. You know what that does? That makes Debo Samuel pretty pissed off. Debo Samuel doesn't want this amount. Debo Samuel wants 57, 58, 59. This could reset his expectation to be like, okay, the Niners have, are offering me potentially, or what I'm hearing, because I don't think the Niners actually have offered him anything yet. 55 million. Now, 55 million guaranteed looks pretty good compared to this. Two things could happen. Debo could literally say, I'm getting more than this. I better ink it, you know, as soon as it's offered to me. I don't think the Niners will rescind it or, or dumb it down to match. Let's say they were offering more than this to Debo. I don't think they're going to try and, and, and penny pinch and, and take away what they're going to go at Debo with. I think they've set aside a certain amount that's lower than it should be, but it's higher than potentially this. That's what I'm kind of thinking that, uh, that, uh, is going to happen here. So D- Debo is either going to re- reset his expectation and say to himself, I better accept what I'm getting. Or this is so far away from what Debo's mi- where his mind is at. This is where the problem could be. Debo Samuel, I believe, thinks he's worth well north of 60. And I don't blame him. Like I said at the top, I understand where he's coming from and what he did in the percentage of his offense that he was. But Debo Samuel, Debo Samuel is not going to get anything well north of 60, 65, 70. Like he, if he believes that and will stick to that, and I don't think he will either because he can't afford to hold out, then we're in trouble. We're in trouble because Debo will drag it out. My guess is that Debo might struggle with this for a minute or two. Debo might realize he's not getting $60 million guaranteed Debo will take a minute to digest it. Hopefully, he's got good advice around him and he realizes that if he gets 54 or 55, probably not getting 57, 58, 59 guaranteed anymore. And it's the guaranteed money that we're worried about. Everybody keeps talking about this average per year. Yeah, I mean, it's important. It's good for bragging rights. I understand it. I get it. But at end of the day, ultimately, the thing that matters the most, the thing that people are going to be concerned about at the end of the day, the thing that the, the accountants are going to say and tell Debo and say, Debo, this is the most important part, will be the guaranteed money. Debo's smart enough to know it's all about the guaranteed money. It's not about anything else. It's not about anything else. Ultimately, it's guaranteed money. That's what matters. And so what I truly believe will happen, Debo struggles with this a minute, maybe not even in the public eye, maybe behind the scenes, maybe well before the contracts even signed and we don't we don't feel any of it, but I think he's going to struggle with this amount. I don't think Debo is going to like this amount at all. I think Debo thinks he's worth 59-60 million. We had A.J. Brown get 57. The problem is the discrepancy between A.J. Brown and McLaurin. You have 53.154 million guaranteed. And you have A.J. Brown, I believe, at 57 million guaranteed. The Niners will probably come somewhere in the middle of those two numbers for Debo. And it wouldn't shock me if they're on the lower end of that. If they came right in the middle. A little bit to the, hang to the left. A little crooked to the left. I think they hang that way. Um, That wouldn't surprise me. And I think Debo wants at least now. He probably wanted 5960. You know when you think you deserve something? Whether it's with family or a job or a raise or whatever. And you 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 think you're worth something. You have this real tough attitude toward it. You're like, I'm getting that. And then you realize you get hit right in the gut. Rock out with a $2 super. Appreciate you, rock out. McLaurin deal, better deal than AJB, says rock out. Um you know when you have you, you get you, you think you're worth more, you stand tough, you think you're the the boss, and then you get hit right in the gut and your expectation gets settled, and you come in and you, you settle a lot lower than you think. That's what Debo's gonna have to do. Debo's if Debo walks in to this situation thinking he's guaranteed to get above AJ Brown, he's out of his mind. AJ Brown is the max deal he's gonna get from the Niners. The Niners are not gonna spend more than 850. Let's just say they go 58 million. AJ Brown got 57. Could they do that? Sure. Could they do 59? If we're living in bizarro world, maybe. But I venture to say we're bet- we're between McLaurin and AJ Brown. 57 mil guaranteed. 53 million guaranteed. guaranteed. It, uh, Debo's got to accept that. He's got to accept the hard, harsh reality that he can't get. 70 million dollars guarantee, which is probably what he wants, which I understand he probably wants. I, I, I can rationalize it to a degree because he was that valuable for one year, but the one year makes it so Debo can't ask for that on a long term deal. Like D- Debo deserves that if you could extrapolate one year out for five or six years, but we don't know if you can do that. So, D- Debo, and, and here's the thing. Debo can't really hold out, guys. I know a lot of you think, "Oh my God, what if Debo gets scared and, and wants to hold out? And what if Debo is upset and wants to hold out? What if Debo decides he's gonna just be a diva and hold out? He can't afford to hold out. The NFL set up now that the mandatory fines are not reversible, so very soon it'll it would be. And he's already in camp. It's not like he's holding out right now. But if he decided this deal's not getting done. I'm retracting. I'm not coming in. Give me a new contract. I'm gonna hold out. Let's say Debo decided to go that route. Because I mean, in bizarro world, stranger things happen, right? You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs>
2: if he decided to hold out, he'd be he'd be he'd be, he'd be knocking up forty k a day in fines. There's no way Debo can can handle that. Uh, first in the building today. Was Blackbeard not surprising at all to be honest with you? Jeb was in here, Mario was in here next. Uh, Gordo, Axe, Vamp, Philip, Gary, Nate, and DG3, and a whole bunch more of you are in here. We are opening up the phone lines. I want to hear from you, I want to know what you're thinking. In regards to this situation, I want to know if you think, like me, that Scary Terry McLaurin is one of the most underrated wide receivers in the NFL, and also one of the most underrated fantasy football wide receivers in fantasy football. I want to hear from you, I want you to call into the phone line, and I want you to do it live. Let's go.
0: Call into the show. Call, call, Call into the show.
1: Shutdown 602
2: NML5. Ron dropping a super chat Ron I appreciate you And I don't know if you notice We have a wee bit of a different situation Going on here on the phone lines You're live on the fantasy football show <laughs> The followers Where the followers If you get 10 thumbs down While you're speaking And you're not entertaining the masses You get disconnected It's not up to me okay, It's I'm up to them Who am I talking to?
1: Hey, what's up, man? It's Overcome. Can you
2: hear me? Overcome, I can hear you. What's up, pal? I'm dude. Freaking, uh... I like
1: Terry before, dude. I think he's underrated. Very uh,
2: Very scary Terry in the house. Very underrated. Very underrated. Top 5 to 10 fantasy potential this guy has. Top 5 Did to you? 10 fantasy potential. Now, let, let me preface, though. Thank you, Navy, for the super chat. Um, he says, have to leave, have an appointment with a back surgeon. Yes. Be careful there, Navy. I hope your back's okay. I think Scary Terry McLaurin's a top 5 to 10 fantasy football wide receiver with the right quarterback. Currently, he doesn't have the right quarterback. Currently, we cannot put him in the top 5 to 10. I think he can float around 8 to 15. And I say such a big, like, range of, of, of value because... I mean, Wentz is not reliable. Wentz could get hurt. Wentz is very injury prone. Do I think a healthy Wentz all year who I don't like? I don't like Wentz. Okay, I don't like Wentz. He's not a good quarterback. But he's an upgrade. And if Wentz were to stay healthy and at least throw the football down the field constantly overcome, we're talking about him breaching top 10. Like 10, 11, Nine, he'll dance around eight to nine, maybe finish ten, eleven, twelve on the year. That's a that's the lowest yeah. end wide receiver one in fantasy football. That's what scary Terry McLaurin is capable of, if he gets a healthy Wentz all year. If he had a Russell Wilson, oh, yeah, if he had a Russell Wilson, bro, uh, he would probably be in the seven to, to six to, to ten range all year long. Oh yeah, who
1: did um? That year, they went to the, they won the Super Bowl. Who was he? Was there? There wasn't a specific player who did a lot of it. It was uh, Zach Ertz saw a lot of volume and uh, Alshon Jeffrey, right? I mean, but it, it was nothing Wentz isn't really a yeah single receiver,
2: right? I mean, I mean wh- look, we don't really know what Wentz is because he goes to a different situation. He gets yeah. hurt. Like we don't. My guess is that McLaurin. Would be would be fed enough with a health, healthy Wentz to be, like I said, borderline 12, which is really good because you're drafting him in the fifth round. And so, like I say, even right now with Carson Wentz, the quarterback, with no good quarterback situation, it's a mediocre quarterback situation. Terry, Terry McLaurin is held back significantly, held back significantly. He is still wor- worthy of being the yeah, number one fantasy football wide receiver in a zero WR approach through four rounds. So you go running back, running back, Josh Allen, uh, Brees Hall. So you have three running backs and Josh Allen, and then McLaurin's your first wide receiver in the in the, like the top of five. That's that's win I don't have a potential.
1: I don't have a problem with that, man. I mean, I think there
2: was Who maybe would? one game
1: last season, one game where McLaurin dropped the ball, right? There was like, one, I mean, it's just not a. Yeah, I don't remember it being ever a. thing. The guy never dropped. The imagine, ball,
2: right? I mean, bro. Imagine if McLaurin had Russell Wilson, like this, this, this Washington football team commanding presidents, whatever you want to call them. This team, this team, literally picked up the phone, bro. And they said, Patrick Mahomes, are you available? No, you're not. Uh, Tom Brady's available. No, he's not available. Russell Wilson. Let's go hardcore to Russell Wilson. Uh, fourth on our list, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is who they ended up with. They they were aggressively trying to upgrade the position. They didn't. They didn't do a good enough job, obviously. And if Wilson were throwing the football. To, to McClure, not only would the Washington Commanders have a real shot at winning their division, I, I'm just going to say it, and you could clown at it all you want because everybody in here is going to think that hates Washington, is going to think he's crazy talking about the team. Yeah, of course, the team that we now have in front of us. Now, if they got Russell Wilson, it's a completely different ballgame. He could turn any team that's oh, yeah. good like the Washington commanders are they're good they still have a quarterback so they're gonna be awful at the end of the day but they're good if if Russell Wilson went to Washington scary Terry McLaurin would be a top five to ten wide receiver like he belongs to be and I believe McLaurin probably hesitated a little bit too I don't think he's just like give me the money give me the money I bet you he was a little bit gun shy himself end of the day the money talks he wants the money and the quarterback situation could change maybe next year. Maybe they get a big name quarterback in a trade next year. But I bet you he was definitely definitely um scared to sign this deal a little bit because he knows that he's being completely held back. This is a top 5 to 10 wide receiver that can barely squeak out 11 to maybe 10 to 15 overall wide receiver fantasy football production he's just held back bro he's held back it's okay we still love him it's okay 80% of Terry McLaurin is still a top 12-ish wide receiver I'm on board for it scary Terry McLaurin even with Carson Wentz is headed to the moon he may be headed there a little bit slower bro the shuttle's not moving quite as quick but he is going to make it there eventually what else you got is, oh, yeah, think, uh,
1: overcoming
2: that, uh, foot injury. yeah. Sure. who Gibson? To that. M- yeah. Gibby? Yeah, Gibby's shin. He had the shin. He had the. Uh, yeah, he was banged up last year. Oh, yeah, shit, G- right. G- Gib- Gibson was banged up last year. I don't know. I don't think anybody truly knows how healthy he'll be walking into twenty twenty two. I think it's safe to assume he'll be healthier than he was last year. He's got a whole off season to work on it. If Gibby struggles badly with injury again, it's this is what he is. He's an injury-prone guy. Like, there's yeah. there's concerns about Gibby that I have. Gibby is literally one of the most unknown running starting running backs in the NFL coming in to the pros. Now, he, the most experience we've seen is in the pros. He came out of college with about 30 carries to his name, bro. 30 carries to his name. Yeah, he came out of college with... 30 receptions to his name. He was not even used, really, in the Washington. Then Redskins turned commanders, turned football team, or turned football team, turned commanders, almost turned presidents. This team did good identifying his ability to be a starting running back in the NFL, but does the lack of pedigree and resume from college that's clear as day as a concern, does that paint a picture as to what he's going to look like As a starting running back. Do we need to see volume. Proven volume from a running back. I say yes. Normally I say yes. I say Gibson's already here. Gibson's already producing. Gibson's already done enough to to I think warrant one more try. As uh, Asher so beautifully sung on this show before. Our in-house musician. And when I say in-house I mean he DMs me songs. That Gibby deserves one more try. Timmy T style. One more try, because you're getting them where? Where are you getting them overcome? You're getting McLaurin... Uh, like, I'm sorry, uh, a Gibby at, like, what? Fifth round sometimes? Yeah, it's like, well, he gets a little bit
1: higher than that. But sometimes. Dude, he's built like freaking... He's built like Jonathan Taylor, man. He's, he's got the physical. He's, he's a strong dude, man. He was with that shin that, uh, injury that's right Bro. all year last year. Remember that?
2: Bro, in the Throne League... In the Throne League, we literally got, or we saw Gibby fall to 4.10. We almost got him at the 4.12 pick with Herbert. Um, You're you're getting close to, uh, whoops, you're getting close to uh, disconnection here with the thumbs down. Bring something strong. Don't worry, every, it, it overcome. Don't worry, everybody. Eventually, gets kicked off the the phone line. So you've done a great job. Don't listen to the, don't listen to the thumbs down. But anything else before you get booted?
1: What,
3: what am I getting thumbs top for? Let me give one. Yo, man, who's gonna have a
2: better bounce back here, Juju or Allen Robinson? Allen
3: Robinson. Who's bounce back?
2: Do you like a Rob? I like a Rob more than Juju.
3: Yeah, bro. I got them both
1: in dynasty so I'm hoping they both come back big this
2: year yeah all right overcome I appreciate you you survived without getting kicked off congratulations my friend not everybody oh, yeah. can do that okay. not every not everybody can make it through this segment without the audience voting you out okay. appreciate you okay
1: uh okay all right wait what do you what do you
2: got you got something else uh,
1: I got more questions but I'll, I'll get up. Hit,
2: hit, hit me there. with one more. So, hit, hit me with one more. Go. Um. Freaking. Uh oh. Uh oh, bro. I, well, I
1: run into that problem. At the second middle of the second round, Javante Swift, I know you don't want to go for four net, but I think stuck in lock drafts where Level I don't eight. know whether to take Javante Swift or go. You know, usually ends up taking Tyree Hill.
2: I love Javante Swift. It's one of my favorite strategies, bro. One of my favorite strategies. You, you, uh, you almost, you almost got booted. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. To overcome. There's anybody in the chat, they throw a thumb down, and when I get, when I get eight of them, you get the eight, the, 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 the you get the warning, and then when it's ten, you get booted. It's fine. Everybody's gonna get booted. You've actually gotten further so far than anybody in the history of the show on the phone call segment with the thumbs down, which we've just implemented. So congratulations. You should be proud of that. You kept you kept the call so entertaining you didn't get booted. I appreciate you overcome. All right, call in any time. Call back, call back again today. Just call back in five minutes. Bye. All right. That was pretty good. He, he almost got booted. He almost got booted. All right, next caller. Oh, I have a bad feeling about this one. You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Don't let the audience boot you off the call. Make it entertaining. Who am I talking to? Rockout. Rockout? You're live. I don't think Rockout can get booted. Maybe Rockout wants to get booted.
3: Rockout, hit me with something, bro. First of all, I like like to deal with recording, and I... Also think with his receiving core counterpart, he could probably be like an eight, eight to thirteen
2: uh, wide receiver. For sure, for sure. McLaurin, McLaurin could definitely be at least top ten to fifteen. But you got to give him like because of Wentz, because Wentz is injury prone, because Wentz is not proven, because he's been proven to be awful. Like he has to have McLaurin's got to be like eight to fifteen. Like you can't put him eight to ten, eight to, like he's eight to fifteen. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's crazy. The the, the wide variety of of drafts or uh, uh, finishing spots he could be in for wide receivers is absolutely crazy. But uh, what, what, what if he got if he got Russell Wilson, let's say instead of instead of Wentz, where would you rank McLaurin? Yeah. Six to ten?
3: probably probably top 5.
2: Yeah, I mean, really with Russell Wilson, he would be there. Right now, definitely borderline 10, but safer in that like 10 to 15 variety. Um what what else you got rock out? Hit me with something strong. We don't want you getting downvoted. Go.
3: And I got another question on top of that question um like at, uh, I mean, drafting. Sometimes I do like the, um, like the Javante and Swift. Like at at pick twelve, and I usually see like um, DK, uh, Waddle, and McCorn. Where would you rate those? Like far as like a third, fourth round. Uh, I would say,
2: I definitely feel like. Uh, Javante and Swift is my favorite draft strategy from the 12th spot by far, far and away one of my favorite draft strategies. And McLaurin is definitely there, yeah. but he's sometimes there in the fifth round. So I don't know about fourth round. I think DK and Waddle are typically two wide receivers that I love grabbing in that 12-13 turn um, for the third and fourth round picks of that 12 and 13 or that 12 pick. Uh, do I think McLaurin's worthy of the four, the 4.0 or the 5.1? I guess it would be. No, 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 4.12, 4.12, right? 2, 4.1, 2, right. 4, 4.1. Yeah. 4.1. 4.1. Uh, no, that's too early. I think McLaurin, McLaurin hasn't earned that yet. Just because he signed a new deal doesn't mean he jumps to 4.1. McLaurin's a safe fifth-round player for a reason. Um, Or it's, or late fourth-rounder. Like, 4.5 I'm okay with. I think 4.1's a little early. Like we need to we need to take full advantage of them. What else you got, Rock out? You're getting some you're getting some we need we need something exciting. You got four you got four thumbs down.
3: What we do think about um James Connor and um, Montgomery.
2: Uh I, I I don't like their ADPs. I like Montgomery's ADP a little bit. I don't like the ADP of uh, of Connor in the third round. It's way too high, bro. It's way too high. And
3: hey, what do you think about Lamar Jackson in
2: the fifth? Um, Too high. I'd rather hurts or I, I, I don't think you got to take Lamar in the fifth. Herbert went at 4.12 to us in the throne draft. Lamar Jackson went in the seventh round in the throne draft, Kyler Murray went in the 7th round. Now, granted, quarterbacks fall a lot later than they should in this particular draft, but Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow went at 7.8. Absolutely insane.
3: And if you go if you go heavy running back, are you okay with Sam Brown being your wide receiver
2: too? Um who being my wide receiver too?
3: Sam Brown
2: what Brown? A.J.
3: Brown? St. Brown. I can't hear you. Uh, St. Brown from Detroit.
2: St. Brown. Okay. I mean, it depends, bro. It depends. I like St. Brown.
1: Yeah, I did this
3: weird build uh, yesterday Bruh, got... where I uh, basically...
2: Rock out, we're losing you. You got had... eight... Rock out, we got eight thumbs down. We need something exciting. Hit us. Come on, Rock out.
1: Hurry. Hurry. <laughs> Warning. Level eight.
3: Okay. um. Finish him. I, be- I believe like the next.
1: Call terminated.
2: Rock out. Call back and try that again. Call back and try that again, Rock out. What what's with the what's with the spam? Can my mods hit that, please? Thank you. Uh dial in again. Sorry, I missed your call. I'm trying to deal with the stupid spam bot. Uh you're the man, rock out. Kenny says, Rock out, call back. Let's try that one more time. Uh an anonymous keeps saying this over and over. What are you talking about? You really allowing people to draft CMC top five. I don't know what you're saying. Stop saying it over and over. I don't know what you're talking about. You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Who am I talking to? Talking to
0: Mario, Smitty.
2: Mario, this is the phone service where the followers vote you off. Not me. It's not my fault. But don't get ten thumbs down. Okay. Make it exciting. You're live. Hit me with it. Go. What's your topic? I'm all
0: about the community. I... Okay. All right, all right. So... We we never talk about this wide receiver, right? And he easily is going to break out next season, easily, in my opinion. And he's extremely undervalued going in the sixth, seventh round. <clears throat> Darnell Mooney. We don't talk about him enough on the show, man. I like Mooney. He's I can't, easily going to break out. I can't talk I know, about I know, everybody. I know, I know you like him. I know you like, like him. It. But I feel like we should. It should be baked in. Well, I, to be this man.
2: I think you guys are halfway responsible for not bringing him up because I do phone calls and voicemails all the time. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'll i be the guy. Okay, you are the be, guy. I'll be the guy to bring it up. Da- Darnell <laughs> Mooney is probably one of the more underrated. I would say, like, where where is his ADP? Where is he falling? He he got it's drafted
0: like sixth, seventh round, sometimes eight.
2: Yeah, I am looking at. I am looking at the throne draft, and it looks like Mooney went at pick number. Where did he go? Is he still available? He might be still Exactly.
0: Available. Exactly. Maybe. And Mooney yeah. is obviously the top guy. Chicago, blah, blah, blah. People don't think though they don't believe in Chicago. Oh, they don't 6. believe 9, in Fields. Yeah. He
2: he went at six 9. He's
0: breaking out. Like Fields is breaking
2: out. I mean I mean he already yeah, kinda has 9. broken out, yeah. right? He's already kinda broken out. He's already kinda but like he'll continue to he'll get better. I agree. I, I agree. With exactly, Fields getting better. Exactly. Field's getting better. He should get better. So, I'm okay with that. I think, like, most teams acquire him as their third wide receiver. And I think that's the smart play. I don't think it's, you know, and that's with drafting. Like, Mooney went at 6.9. So, that means, like, you can have two running backs. You can have two wide receivers. You can have a quarterback. You can bring Mooney in, you know, as your sixth drafted player. I I like that. If you start taking him in round five.
0: No, he could be your wide receiver, too is what I'm trying to say with with wide receiver one upside. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you don't want to he's take a, he's him. Their, yeah. He's their pass catcher.
2: But with, with being like almost a seventh rounder, you can afford him to be your flex. You don't have to draft him as your – like you – I suppose you could stack okay. up at running back, quarterback, tight end, and then come in as your secret weapon wide receiver two, sure. But in a typical draft approach, he will fall to your flex or your wide receiver three. Um, you know, most teams – like I'm looking at some mocks right here. Three running backs – and he's the third wide receiver, so he's a six player taken. So like I'd be okay Mooney with it to if you moon win. Is all I'm saying.
0: Mooney to the moon. He needs That's a what? It. Mooney to the moon. Mooney to the moon? I feel like he needs a moonshot. I, 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 like moon. moon
2: I could give him a moonshot. I could give him a moonshot. I think he yeah. To the moon. I, I I just I'm real careful with giving those out. Like I almost want to take it back. Like I, I like Mooney. No, no, no. I like no, no. Mooney. <laughs> I just don't know if he's winning your league. And the moonshots are kind of for winning league players. I think. I, I think. I, I yeah. I'm not gonna take it back, but I, I think maybe I was a little bit overly aggressive there.
0: I, 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 I like I, him. If we look at the numbers, you see like what him. Mooney was doing. I know Allen Robinson was, you know, kind of garbage last season, but Mooney was the guy. And he's going in the 6th, 7th round, bro.
2: Yeah, well, that's, I mean, he's great there. I feel like it's baked in, bro. He's
0: great there. He's he's, going to break out even more next season. In
2: 2021, he had 10.55 and four TDs. In 2022, he had 6.31 and four TDs. So his problem is his touchdowns. And it's not necessarily his problem. It's the team's problem. It's Fields' problem. They're, they're a team building from the trenches. They're yes. they're They're building. They're rebuilding. They're kind of a mess there in some ways. They still will be in 2022. So, really, what's holding Mooney back is similar to what, what's holding Kyle Pitts back, touchdowns. Kyle Pitts will be the yardage yeah, guy yeah. to get the receptions. Mooney's going to be a yardage guy. He's probably going to have 1,100, 1,200 yards this year. I mean, he could easily have more yardage exactly. like that. He could easily have 85 to 90 receptions. But will he have more than four or five I touchdowns? I can't name I don't the know.
0: second wide receiver on that roster. Like, it's Monty and Mooney. That's, like, the so people I can name yeah. like, on. C- coke on that, but, like. All right, man. Coke on that, I don't care about
2: Coke on Congrats. That. <laughs> Congrats on making it through without any thumbs down. Or, we you got maybe. No, I don't think you got any thumbs down. I think you made it through, bro. Uh, let's go.
0: Congrats. All <laughs> right. need to the moon. That's all I'm saying to me. Right. Let's, let's throw them out there a little bit more. A little let's more. We'll call up and let's talk about them Let's get them out here.
2: All right. Appreciate you. All
0: right.
2: <laughs> making it through good call. good call. Yeah, I like I like Mooney. I like Mooney. I think Mooney I think Mooney is a very very good aggressive wide receiver 3. I just don't know that he has the touchdown guarantees to to I shouldn't have given him a moon call. Can I can, how can I take a moon call back? Maybe like a disapprove? <laughs> I can't I can't be throwing moon calls out that easy. That was really really reckless of me.
3: You're live on the Fantasy hey, Football Kenny. show. Yeah. Hey, what's up, man? Who is this? Hey. Unburger.
2: Unburger. This is a voting system now. You, you get you get 10 thumbs down. I have to hit the button and, and boot you. So make it entertaining. Let's go.
4: Hey, 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 your chat doesn't have the balls to thumb me down. I'll tell you that right now.
2: Okay. What what do you got?
4: DJ Shark. You used to be a proponent of him. Now you don't talk about him much. DJ. Is he resurrected now? DJ Shark. Yeah. What yeah. are we
2: ta- what are we talk. It's like talking about kickers. You see up there,
4: VK Metcalf.
2: That's like talking yeah, about kickers on the show, bro. We gonna talk about DJ Chark? bro. Yeah. I don't think so, bro. I'm not a bit. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not excited you, you about don't it. Feel DJ. You, are you? Are you trying to get booted from the from the show? <laughs> I ain't
1: trying to get booted. I think you're I trying didn't to.
4: No. DJ Shark was an all uh, pro one year, and now no one's Level talking about 8. him. And he's going like the tenth round. And you're not, Warning. and you can't be a league winner? Level eight. I don't know. I think you might still have a I'm
2: Burger. you got to come right. stronger than DJ Shark. We're not talking about kickers, defenses, or DJ Shark on the channel. Warning, level eight.
4: <laughs> well, I'm bringing something one we'll
2: talks about, but anyways. Hurry, burger uh, you got eight thumbs down. Hurry.
1: Warning, level eight. I got nothing, man. Take care. burger hit it.
4: Finish him. <sighs> Call terminated.
2: I feel like Umberger got a little upset. I don't know <laughs> why. Why are people? Why do people take offense to this kind of thing? I don't know. Umber- <laughs> Umberger just bailed. Umberger, call back. <laughs> You're live on the fantasy football show. What can I do for you? Uh, yeah, I was looking to talk
3: uh, rookies. Okay, what do you got for the call? All right, so I was uh, looking maybe for like late round value, like Khalil Shakir, uh, yeah. something of that nature.
1: Um, also, was looking for um, guys like Drake London, where to you know maybe mid rounds of the draft. And, uh, uh, I yeah, I mean, was,
2: I, so so deep deep wide receivers. I would say the the players that I like. Um, that, that often Russell Gage, you know, is, is, is definitely a, a guy that, that I think a lot of people see coming. So he's not like deep, 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 but he's still available like in the throne draft and we're in, we're in almost the eighth round. So Russell Gage is still a, a great pick. Uh, Jahan Dotson in Washington's turning heads. Uh, George Pickens, wide receiver uh, in, in Pittsburgh, I think could eventually grab a hold of some some timeshare. Tim Patrick. Uh, Umberger, will tell you, DJ Charkin, he is ranked around... Like, 149 overall, you know. I don't personally love DJ Chark, but Umberger is is a legend here, and he likes him, so there's one name that, that he's recommending. Uh, Jalen Tolbert's another rookie. Alec Pierce is going at 164 overall. So that that's a real good one, and those are a lot of rookies, I know we're talking about. Yeah, uh, yeah,
1: Pierce, definitely, I think he's got a lot yeah, of Pierce is, for sure. Pierce is I great. just wasn't sure if he was going to be one of those guys that was going to get the uh, fast rise, you know, to like night round 80 yeah, I ball. mean
2: Joshua Palmer Joshua Palmer could be pretty good um you know if he's leaned upon like those are those are a, a bunch of good games I, a guys that I uh Tim Patrick you know maybe he becomes pretty relevant he's he's around that area too I like that you know what I'm saying so yeah, yeah Derek, Derek even said pin, Tim Patrick uh so yeah I, I I don't know those are all very very late wide receivers even if they're not unknown players they're 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 like 150s overall that's pretty good I'm still waiting for Unberger to call back yeah. with a, a, a big time question. Uh, Osborne, yeah, yeah was, uh, I, I saw Osborne play basketball the other day, and I just can't shake it, bro. I can't, I can't, I can't let go of yeah. how bad of a basketball player KJ Osborne is. He went live with Justin Jefferson. They're they're trash at basketball. They're both of them are absolute garbage at basketball. But Jefferson was at least hitting a couple. KJ Osborne was literally like not even hitting the rim, and the backboard would be like. Bang! And it's like just watching somebody that's supposed to be this amazing athlete. I know it's not a sport. I can't shake it. It's like a it's like wake-up almost having nightmares over watching K.J. Os- Osborne play basketball. It was so awful. And so, um, yeah, I don't know what it is. I'm not going to be able to shake that for the rest of my life. Uh, Patterson. Oh. Patterson's not a sleeper, though. Alright bro Appreciate you You made it through Without any yeah. thumbs down For the most part uh, Good question Alright sounds good Later Yeah I think that Oh Sorry pal Umberger I'm waiting for Umberger To call back Part duch, Part duch Of Umberger Everybody wants the Umberger Everybody wants a piece of Umberger Uh Chark <laughs> think he's trying to trying to get the boot you're live on the fantasy football show you're live what can I help you with rock out rock out back let's go rock out hit me hit me with something good pal
3: so so why you not buying in into uh mixing
2: well I'm not buying into mixing I'm not against mixing to be honest um I think uh I think he's He's reasonably priced. You know you know when there's a player that's getting drafted right where they need to get drafted, they can definitely earn what you're paying. You're on the clock and and they just feel about right. That's how that's how he feels. I don't feel bad about Mixon. I don't feel amazing about Mixon. I feel very sad. it's a satisfying draft selection at twelve, at eleven. I, I lean I lean the I lean the Javante and Swift route. You know, I just like two or three players more on average where Mixon's going. That's all. It doesn't mean I hate him. doesn't mean just because I'm not drafting him a lot just means I like one or two of the regular usual suspects that are almost always available right where Mixon goes. So that's all it is. It's just me loving Swift-Javante stack at 12-13. It's just me loving, uh, you know, two double wide receiver. Get CeeDee Lamb and Dig stack at 12-13 and 13 or 11-14. and 14. It's not about Mixon. I don't hate Mixon. I just love Swift. I just love Javante. I'd take either one of our Mixon. Doesn't mean Mixon's a bad guy. Um, But yeah. And I think Mixon's got that one year left. He's been abused for years. He's been waiting for this team his whole life. And now that it's finally here, he's got the mileage of, of a grandmother. His knees are probably on the verge of collapse because this man's been shoved into the ground With eight-man front after eight-man front over and over. Waiting for the Bengals to finally get good. They're finally good. He's good still, but he's teeter-tottering on that final year or so. So, one more year for Mixon. Don't draft him high in Dynasty. Trade him away mid-season in Dynasty if you can. If he's balling out. And just go get a safer player. Like, would I rather have Brees Hall in Dynasty? Absolutely. Would I rather have Kenneth Walker over Mixon in Dynasty? I would. That's me. I would. I understand some people don't like the risk. That's okay.
3: Also got a better office the line, so yeah. I'm thinking that might like improve the situation as far as what was happening the last couple of years. Yeah. And no um uh but
2: um Yeah with mixing uh, back them. With mixing it's kinda like this. It's kinda like, okay, you take your car in or you've driven your car for a hundred thousand miles, then you decide to soup it up you put on amazing tires, you put on amazing rims, you give it a good old oil change, you put in the you put in the expensive gas. Yeah, it's all expensive right now. <laughs> but you put in the even more expensive gas. Not the arm and a leg gas, the gas that costs your life. The the level up, the high, the high the high octane. You put it in there and then you expect it to run like you did all that at 10,000 miles when it was a young pup. Like that's all I'm saying. You improve the offensive line you finally get Chase. You get a wide open offense. He's literally had his one hundred thousand mile, you know, journey already. Could he go another run as a high end running back? One he most certainly can. I am not against it, but it's it's just a little too late to doll up the entire team, you know, when this guy's been going to the, da- the dance by himself for for a handful of years. It just sucks for Mixon. This is why I wanted Kenneth Walker or Brees Hall to land in Cincinnati. As a very, very confusing situation to many, but something that I would very much uh, welcome and love for the future, the long term. Kenneth Walker in Cincy would have been amazing, you know, for the long term. I would have loved it to have Kenny Walker uh, there. But maybe the Bengals draft a, a running back in the next year or two. It just depends how, how Mixon holds up. But, you know, not a bad player. What else you got, Rockout? Hit me with something strong. You've got no thumbs down so far, and I don't want you guys to throw them out recklessly just to get them out. I, I, Rockout's got a good call going.
3: And do you think uh, Osborne has a chance to get promoted to the wide receiver too for the Vikings? Because i I seen, like, good spurts like uh, last year of him.
2: Yeah. Uh, Osborne uh, – uh, so Draper says here, Mixon's 25 years old with the laughing emoji. Yeah. Um, Draper, it's all about mileage. doesn't have to do with how old he is when his birthday is. doesn't matter. He's 25. The 26 is the new 30. 26 is at least the new 39. You drop off as a <laughs> running back when you've been running hardcore. You drop off as a running back at 26, 27, not 30 years old anymore. 20, 25 is literally you're on your last legs. 25, 26 is a running back. That's the way it is. Unless you're an older running back, which... Is a bad thing in itself to be an older breakout running back. There's a lot of age breakout <clears throat> predictability. So Don Draper, the laughing emoji, it needs to be rescinded in this case because yes, 26 years old. Oh, <laughs> when he is 26, you are you are the new 30, bro. Keep up, Don. Read the room, Don. Well, all right, go ahead, rock out. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know,
3: I'm thinking Osberg, uh from the from Minnesota could possibly be like the wide receiver two over feeling because I saw pretty good spurts of him at, at times during last season. Um, I don't know, bro.
2: Yeah, Mixon, Mixon turns 26 here ne- next month, bro, so he's already 26. He's, he'll be 27 next season. That's, a, that's an old man in running back years. Sorry, KJ Osborne. Osborne, um, I don't know if you heard me talking I can't shake the fact I watched him play basketball, bro. It was awful.
3: Yeah. I, I mean, that. he
2: was he was hitting that rim. so He looks so uncoordinated. I can't shake it. I can't shake it. KJ Osborne looks so uncoordinated to me playing basketball. But I, I, let me let go of it for a minute. Wide receiver. He is a wide receiver. He's not a basketball player, Smitty. He's a wide receiver. Um, yeah, he could get the, the number two job. Yeah. And hey, what's your
3: rip?
2: on, uh, Gabe Davis, uh, Gabe Davis has wide receiver three potential for sure. And an ability to score more than that. So I definitely feel like, um, I definitely feel like, uh, he could be a high end wide receiver two, but you draft him as a wide receiver three. Love Gabe Davis. All right. Uh,
3: sounds good. That's all, all right, rock I got. Out.
2: Call, call on anytime, pal. Appreciate you. Rock out in the house. Oh, I, uh, shoot. Um, rock out. Are you going to be part of the, the jam session? Uh, rock out. Call back real quick. Rock, rock out. Call back real quick. Okay. You're live in the fantasy football show. Who can I, who am I talking to? Hello? Mom? Mom, hit the green button. Mom, you've muted me. Deuces. Uh, Rock out. Call back real quick. I have a question for you. Alec Pierce. Alec Pierce. I love him. Wide receiver 3-4. Wide receiver 3-4 upside for a whole lot more. Official loves him. I'm waiting for Rock Out to call back one more time. You're live on the fantasy football show. It's overcome back with a vengeance. Overcome. He's coming back. He wants to he wants to clear his name. What's up, pal?
0: It's
1: um Gainwell gonna be relevant. Who? In uh Philly. Gainwell in the Philly backfield. I know you were uh, you were high on him uh, last season, but then uh, you know they just had so many
2: freaking mouths to feed. It was. Are you talking about Gainwell? Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah Kenneth Gainwell. Oh, Gainwell. I think you said J Will. Uh, G- Gainwell. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know I like Gainwell. I- I- I'm not going to probably draft him. Um, very high, like in a deep league on my on my bench sure yeah like last running back absolutely but like it, it, you, it um do, do i think he could be like one of my four bench guys probably not one of my four bench running backs if i'm in a smaller league i can't you can't hold Gainwell. but could could miles sanders falter yeah is the philly offense going to be potent enough to make a really good running running back you know running back production yeah and, and they're going to run a lot um so if gainwell gets in there He's actually pretty, pretty good. Like, I like Gainwell a lot. He's, it's easy to forget about these guys because, like, they don't do anything the year you kind of hope they do. And then you have this, like, unsatisfied, you know, like, expectation that makes you then not like him, you know? Like, Gainwell didn't break out or take the job last year. We liked him, right? Now we're so disappointed. We're like, he's garbage. That's the way people feel about Clyde. Clyde's disappointed two years in a row. And people just won't even give him a shot. Like Clyde, there's a report that Clyde edwards alaire um, what's what was his gallbladder or his appendix? I forget what it was. Which, which, and which, which surgery he had, but he plays at about two hundred to two hundred five to ten. There's a lot of different weights that people claim that he plays at. He was one hundred and sixty pounds last year. I don't think anybody realizes Damn. that. He was 160 pa- He came back at 160, normally plays above 200. That's got to be rough. So he he was getting scooped. How spooked. is that even possible? I don't understand, yeah. I mean, it makes me f- respect him for being tough and coming out there and playing, but, like, 40 pounds, are you crazy? That's crazy. That's crazy. So yeah, that- I feel like... Gainwell, Clyde edwards lair There's a group of guys that, that are low-risk, but people still want to invest. They just don't want to. They're so mad. Their, their expectations were never met. They just are angry as can be, and they want nothing to do with it. So, like, you know, I'm, I'm okay with grabbing those guys. I'm fine with it. Um, But he's no threat to Sanders, huh? Yeah, uh, Threat, no. Sanders will have to lose the job. But 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 Sanders getting hurt, disappointing, short leash, running back by committee, and then Gainwell slowly starts to produce more, and then he gets the job later, yeah. But, like, outright take it in camp, I don't think so. You never know. You never know. If he does, I'll be real on board the Kenny Gainwell train. If he looks so good that he's going to take Miles Sanders' job, I'll be right back on board real quick because I really liked him last year.
1: Yeah.
2: All right, buddy boy. Appreciate you. Good yeah, call, good man. call, overcome, and don't take offense if you ever get booted. That's just the nature of this segment, okay? It sounded like Umberger oh, was nice. a little disappointed. All right, I gotta grab this call. Appreciate you. You're live. You are live on the fantasy football show, good buddy, good pal. The segment where the the hey, followers again. where the followers hey. can bump. Hey Umberger, appreciate you calling back. You sounded like a little down when you got you got booted. I, I,
4: no, I'm not down, man, okay. but I have a challenge for you. Okay. A mock draft, uh, fantasy pro style, when they, they rate your team at the end. Me and you right now. If you win, I'll send you $100 don't know.
2: $100 don't know if I win the mock draft according to the audience?
4: No, according to the uh, fantasy pros, uh, how they rate it, rate it.
2: Oh, well, the pro I mean, not, know, that, yeah. not that I wouldn't do that with you, but the problem with that is that they don't rank anything like I rank. So, you know, I almost don't want them to rank my, my team. Maybe
4: you're part of the group, man. I, got I know, but I don't know if you, <laughs> you noticed. One of that guys.
2: Bro, I don't know if you <laughs> noticed, but a lot of people will do the, the, the Fantasy Pros mock draft, right? and then then they'll, they'll yeah. at the end of the video they'll go what experts like my team the most and they'll always be a lot of times you'll see these videos people say smitty this guy smitty like my team the best this guy smitty like my team the best yeah like, you'll see that a lot yeah. that they, they did that on fantasy yeah. pros um so i am a part of it but i'm a part of the extreme part of those rankings bro i'm probably the lowest expert Go look it up right now are you in front of a computer Yeah, yeah. I want you to rank. I want you. I'm not even looking. I want you to look up Kenneth Walker and Derrick Henry. I bet you I'm the highest analyst on Kenneth Walker in the entire industry. And I bet you I'm the lowest analyst on Derrick Henry in the entire industry. Look it up right now. Be honest.
4: All right. I'm looking up right now. Hold on. I uh, isolate your name here. Smitty, there
1: you are. Let's see here. uh, There you go.
2: All right, let's see what we got here. I'm not even looking. All
4: right. All right. It says here you got Derrick Henry second.
2: Oh, someone's beat me. Okay. What's to say about Kenneth Walker? Somebody beat me. You got
4: Kenneth Walker.
2: I got to be be the highest in the industry. Have to be.
4: You got him at uh, 31. Is that true?
2: No. What do I rank? Amongst everybody, am I the am I the okay, highest well, in yeah. the am I the highest in the industry on Kenneth Walker? I
1: don't know how'd
4: do I look. Just oh, the, so uh, you, didn't even, you didn't you didn't even look that
2: you didn't even look that on Henry then? Okay.
4: Well, give me a second, man. There's a bunch of people here. I got on. on uh, okay, I got you now. We'll figure this out. I haven't done this before. You can so sort. You,
2: you can sort bear it. it with me. Yeah, no problem. I
4: don't know I have to select two people. Who are you going to battle against here? Which expert do you want to go against? I don't,
2: I don't know if you have to even go that route. I forget how you sort it. Let, let's go there. Let's let me let me pull it. Up.
4: Well, I picked you, man. I got you. But I said I pick at least two experts. So who else do you know uh, here?
2: Go against Matthew Berry. All right. I don't
1: know if he's on here, Matthew. Uh, what about
4: the Eisen guy?
1: We'll
4: do that. For sure. His name uh, Eisenberg. Yeah, Jamie. All right, there we go.
2: All right. So if I click now, on Der- uh, if I click on Derrick Henry, I think this is what you can do. You go to Derrick Henry. Yeah. Go to rankings. Yeah. And then I believe yeah. you can search by expert name, and then you can sort the rank. So, right here, Der- it says, Derek Henry, I am the second lowest in the entire industry With De- on Derek Henry, I believe is what this is saying. No? Yeah, I believe that's what that's saying. Then, if you go back to. Oh, it
4: says it was minus five. You got him at RB7. That's and- where you rank him.
2: Yeah. I did hire him up, I think, a little bit just because.
4: That's about right, though.
2: That's
1: about right. Let me look at Javante.
2: Let me look at at Javante. All right. Javante Williams. I am the highest in the industry, I believe. No? Yeah. I'm the the highest in the industry. I have Javante Williams at number two. The number two running back finisher in fantasy football 2022 No one in the industry, according to Fantasy Pros, has Javante Williams higher. I I refuse to allow it. I refuse to allow it, Unberger. Not on my watch. Who do you have number one? JT? JT, not on my watch will I allow someone to rank Javante Williams higher than me. If someone comes in and makes him number two, I will move him to one.
4: Unberger, you hear me? Yeah, no, I think that's how you got to do it. I think you're right on. We'll let's see your rankings then on here. What's it show? Where do you have uh,
2: these other guys at? I don't know. Do I, bro, I, I haven't saved my rankings on here in a while though, so I don't know that. I gotta go in and I gotta go in and touch them up on Burger. This is like me. I'm not. This is like me. You know, uh, I'm not dressed right now. Is basically how I feel. You're looking at. You're looking at me in my bathrobe. Um,
4: yeah, you weren't ready for this like uh, heat I put on you now.
1: <laughs> I mean, no,
2: it's not heat. It's it's just uh, you know I got to go in and clean the rankings up. I haven't you know there's a lot of movement, there's a lot of signings and things like that. But it's a good reminder, bro. It's a good reminder.
4: Yeah, yeah, man. Because I, I do some mocks, you know, because they're you know quick and fast or whatever, and yeah. uh, but, and I always get like Smitty approved. Like <laughs> it's yeah. always, Smitty approved. Yeah, but you let, know what I mean. Cause let, I'm going Javante. I'm going you know, beyond your square. Let me show you, uh,
2: let me show you this though. Debo. Uh, Let me show you this though. This is crazy. All right. Are you watching the YouTube page? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got Yeah. So if you look at this right here and you look at quarterbacks from 2019, I'm right here. Fourth in quarterbacks. I rank fourth in quarterbacks in draft accuracy from 2019, 2018, um, I didn't 2020 I ranked six in quarterbacks it's pretty good bro two two out of are one. you the
4: tight end whisperer i am the tight end whisperer if internet. you go to
2: tight end yeah who's number one my me I'm number one 2020 2019 who's number one not me 28 20, I'm sorry 2018 tight end rankings who's number Oops, that's kickers. Who's number one? Me again. Number one in 2018 and 2020. Your boy Smitty. Number one in tight end rankings. Six in quarterbacks. Now, now this right here, I, I own this. I own this. There's Clyde Edwards Alaire. There's Drake. There's a couple reasons why I plummeted on the running back rankings. And I'm fine with that. Look, that's that's my style. Like you don't like that I'm that I'm bold and swing for the fences. You don't you don't trip and fall into the number one spot two out of three years at the tight end ranking position and get six. yeah. You're
4: talking about about 300 guys. Yeah,
2: and that's, and that's like winning the
4: Olympics. Yeah, yeah that's like and double
2: gold medal and getting you know? fourth in quarterback and six in back to back years as well. That's pretty da- that's pretty damn hard.
4: That's what I mean. You, you might you might you might if you take your if you limit like if you take everything put it together in its totality. I think you're maybe the number one analyst in the world right now, man. In the I world? Umberger!
2: Umberger called me number like, one in the better? world!
3: Who's better? Who's better? In the world. Like, who is better? Oh, I want yeah, no, I, I wanted so. nothing
2: more on this live stream than for Umberger to rate me number one in the world. Umberger, yeah. give us something else, be, bro. Man. Give us a hot topic before we jump to the next caller. I would love to know. Yeah, and I've got a couple people in here. Benny saying I'd win the Special Olympics. I, I, you know, I wouldn't be able to do any of this without you guys, to be honest with you. I
4: work for you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, you're, you're a good guy. You know, you've been working hard. I've been doing those 24 hour live streams when you had the fucking the flu, I remember back in the day. And, yeah. uh,
2: Watch your language. Umberger. You know, people don't remember those days, but I was there. I
4: was watching the whole thing. Yeah. So,
2: all right, Umberger, yeah. give me give me one bold yeah. take before you bounce out of here.
4: I'm saying a Pollard might be a top ten RB. Love you it. Know? I don't know if that's bold, but
2: no, that I, I, love I,
4: it. I think you got to I think you got to draft him aggressively in the mid rounds and, and put him as rBq oh, and, and not sweet. not think about Zeke. And Zeke is, you know, at this point, pretty much washed up. You know. Uh, love pollard, I think bro. we move away from them this year, and they go Pollard, and they, and they, you know, they see good results. So love Pollard, yeah, love take. Pollard, bold, yeah, I mean, bold. Can I, like can it. I get it to, can I get it to the moon for Pollard? For
2: for sure. I mean, that's not even. I mean, that's a that's a dumb. Yeah. Que- that's actually a dumb question. To the moon. Why can you get a moon? <laughs> for right, what do I look like an a hole? <laughs> um. All right, Umberger. Appreciate you. <laughs> Later, you, man. I'm um, the man, the myth. You're live on the Fantasy Football
3: Show. Yeah, it is uh, Rock Out. Rock Out. You wanted me to
2: call back? Uh, yeah, bro, uh, I was going to ask you. That's right. Are you doing the rap battle Tuesday night, tomorrow night? No, tonight, tonight. Are you doing the rap battle tonight? What is that, 7? Uh. Let's see tonight. I, I don't. I think it'd be late tonight, unless uh, unless Asher can do it at seven. Let me see if Asher or can is do it.
1: it.
3: Or they like at twelve or. Yeah, 10? it might
2: be the late night one. But do you, you want to see if Asher can do it? Hey, Asher, uh, can you sure. do the rap battle at seven p.m. Eastern? Just a question. Let's see. If, let's see if Asher can do it. For those that don't know, this man Rockout and Asher are gonna do a side by side rap battle. Um. If one of you has to be on the phone, that's fine. I prefer if you both can do video, I could send you a link. Um, if you guys feel a little nervous about the, the squaring off, maybe you you could go on the phone if you wanted. It's up to you guys, and I could rotate. You could call in and rotate. It's however you want to do it. You could also do a rap battle in the DMs if you feel very self-conscious about getting on here and rapping. So it's totally up to you. I don't want to pressure you.
3: What are we doing do
2: it acapella? Yeah, bro, it's going to it's cuz the followers are going to tell you what to sing. They're going to drop some words in the chat and I'm going to do it like this. I don't know if you can see my screen right now. But basically it would be like this. It would be like uh I see a word and I drop yeah. it on I drop it on screen and you got to you got to rap about this. and You'd be like mashed potatoes in my mama's face. <laughs> you know, and just drop a drop a an impromptu just 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 blast it out, bro.
3: Yeah, I wasn't sure if he was going to play guitar or
2: whatever. Okay, all right. You want to do it on, on screen, on video? Are you comfortable with that? Or do you want to do it over the phone?
3: Uh, Either way worked. Okay. <laughs> no matter.
2: All right, can't wait. That's tonight. We're seeing if Astro will respond. Right now, it sounds like it's going to be late tonight. Okay? Thank you for calling back, pal. All
0: right. Later. Bye.
2: Hamburger helper. Umburger helper. <laughs> Everyone keeps saying that. Umburger. Umburger helper. All right, guys. Uh, that should do it for today. For now, we're going to come back for the 7 p.m. show, of course. Terry McLaurin, Terry Scary McLaurin signing a $53 million guaranteed deal. Sum total of the deal $71 million in new money. A three year extension for Scary Terry McLaurin. Guess what? Scary Terry McLaurin is a top. running back that has a horrible quarterback situation Um, it's a mediocre quarterback situation that makes scary Terry McLaurin unfortunately rank more in the 9-15 range for wide receivers in 2022 fantasy football. Just the bottom line you know as much as we want to say Terry McLaurin's talent could get him to top 5 it probably can't because he needs the football delivered to him you know he can only do so much so Terry McLaurin though, if he gets a quarterback next year, let's say they trade for a big name quarterback, he literally could live on the moon. To the moon. He could pitch a tent on the moon. He could be the governor in chief on the moon, the boss chief on the moon. He could literally run for president of the moon if he gets a, an elite quarterback next offseason. Until then, we are stuck with maybe 8 to tw- 8 to 5, let's call it 8 to 15. 8 to 15 wide receiver production which is still very good that could be your number one wide receiver in a weight on a wide receiver draft approach i smitty approved terry mcclone absolutely love him for 2022 at his adp which is breaching into round five your fifth drafted player are you out of your mind fifth drafted player i'll take it this is a guy that can drop fire at any moment he's impossible to guard and contain at the nfl level with the new NFL rules that were made years back to allow speedy wide receivers like him untouchable uh, deep and down down into, the, into his route. So this guy is going to go to the moon. Absolutely love him. This paves the way for the Debo Samuel deal. Whether Debo Samuel is going to accept it or not is to be determined. I fully expect he eventually will. But will he have a little pushback not liking the numbers? Because this is what Debo is going to probably get offered. It's going to maybe be a little bit over. But that's, that's the bottom line. That's what we're dealing with. Debo's going to have to come to terms that he's not going to get uh, a, a freaking um, sixty-two million dollars guaranteed deal. He's just not. He's not going to get sixty-five. He's not going to get seventy. Debo Samuel is going to get something along the same lines, and he's got to come to terms with it. Maybe it's fifty-five. Maybe it's fifty-five. And like I said at the top of the show, Debo does deserve, in a sense. To argue that he does deserve to be paid like the number one, two, three, four, five wide receiver in the NFL. I get where he's coming from. But his longevity makes it to where that's impossible to offer. It just does. Like you can justify what he did last year. And if you could guarantee me you could extrapolate it out for five, six more years. He'd be worth every penny. But we don't know what Debo is going to do in terms of like holding up and and all that. And, And so one year does make it to where he can aggressively ask for 55000000 million. Let's be honest. You produce one elite year like Debo did, and you're going to get $53, $54, 55000000 million guaranteed. That's impressive, and he needs to be proud of that. But if he thinks that his one year is going to allow him to extrapolate that upside out and get the deals that Adams is getting and Hill, and he's not. He's not. He's not getting that. He's not. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. In some ways, like I said, you argue the point of one year and what he did per year. He he did as good as anybody, but that's one year. He's got to prove it longer to get that big deal. Debo, come home, baby. Sign your 53, $4 million guaranteed deal once it hits the, t- the table. Um, just ink it and get in there and dominate 2022 because I think the Niners, and I'm not a Niner fan. I, I am not. I'm a Trey Lance fan. The Niners are headed to, to the, the moon, moon, in my opinion. Because they have an arsenal of weapons. The weaponry for Trey Lance is unreal. Trey Lance is going to head to the moon. Debo hopefully stays healthy. I love uh, Ayuk if he can stay out of the doghouse. And the running game. Eli Mitchell is not bad value. I like the idea of drafting Eli Mitchell at the very beginning of the sixth round. You cuff him to Ty Davis Price. You have yourself a potential low-end running back one at the very least if you have the cuff going on because Shanahan does rotate, Anthony Lynn especially. I don't know about you, nine. I don't know if media's in here, and I know Blackbeard's in here. You guys are loyal to the bone. The Niner the Niner fan base is, is awesome. They're, they're loyal to the bone, but you guys literally are hyping up this Anthony Lynn character that you guys brought over from Detroit, Detroit. like he's an amazing coach. Like you, you Just just because he's a Niner, you're like, yeah, Anthony Lynn brought him in. We brought in Anthony Lynn. Attention, we brought in Anthony Lynn. Woo! Woo!
1: <laughs> Smitty, Smith, you're not hearing me. I don't know a lot about fantasy football. I know everything about fantasy football. Woo Anthony
2: Lynn is not an amazing find. This guy was was ousted out of Detroit. His play calling duties were ripped from his kung fu grip by midseason, and this guy absolute absolutely thought absolutely thought that, that, that Jamal Williams was better than DeAndre Swift and he said, DeAndre Swift's my B-back Jamal's my A-back and this is the guy that everybody absolutely loves coming over to San Francisco but but here's the, here's the kicker here's the rub Shanahan's not going to let him do anything he won't be able to take a piss unless Shanahan signs off on it Shanahan's a control freak So, I don't know if Anthony Lynn's going to even be able to go. Can I go to the drinking fountain real quick, sir? (laughs) So, I don't know. I don't know what Anthony Lynn's going to even be able to do. Maybe he's got a particular set of skills that he's acquired over a long career. Skills that make him a nightmare for certain uh, uh, defensive uh, coaches and coaching staffs that he isn't able to really deploy because he's so focused on screwing everything else up. If Shanahan can make Anthony Lynn do a certain set of skills that he's good at, and literally take away the keys to everything else. Like I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't even be surprised if Anthony Lynn didn't have the keys to his own office. Like he couldn't go in there by himself. Then maybe Anthony Lynn can, you know, help the the Niners in some way. But this whole thing about Anthony Lynn being a great addition, like this is just getting excited about getting excited. I mean, come on, <laughs> this guy, this guy botched the, the DeAndre Swift unleashing. This is why I'm excited about Swift now. Anthony Lynn's not there I'm excited about Swift Swift to the moon to the moon because Anthony Lynn's not there if that says anything about Anthony Lynn I appreciate every single one of you I work for you I'm going to eat I ordered bacon and eggs and I'll put it on my Instagram stories like I always do and I, it's all sitting out there I literally went live for an hour and 20 minutes my food is out there because I work for you Breaking news, McLaurin, I have a job to do. I have a job to do. McLaurin signs, I walk in here, I go live. I don't ha- I don't have any excuses. I was in the car getting the food. That's why I didn't go live immediately. Of course, when I leave the, the house, I barely leave this place, this cave that I live in. But when I do go, something breaks immediately. I go outside. I go get my food. I come back. It's in the kitchen, getting all cold because I work for you. I'll be back at 7 p.m. Eastern because I go live every day. At 7 p.m. Eastern, get on over to thefantasyfootballshow.com and get your lifetime membership. Get your one-on-one text advice, where you and I can text back and forth. I have I leave voice messages on every reply, so you get a one to two minute voice message from from me telling you what I think of what you just asked me. It's not some fragment text you get; it's me leaving you an audio message, one-on-one style. thefantasyfootballshow.com. Uh, go order your text advice for 2022. And, and, and click on the Underdog Fantasy link that's down in the description or on the fantasyfootballshow.com in the banner of the site, the top of the site. Play Underdog Fantasy for your boy Smitty. Win a free 10 to 15-minute phone call if you sign up and you're a new customer to Underdog by clicking the link in the description. And I will see you all at 7 p.m. Eastern. Please leave a comment after this video posts on YouTube. It'll start off with zero comments. I reply to every comment. Let's see, see you at 7. Me a favor and hit that like button guys on your way out the door it helps the channel big time punch that thumb up button for your boy smitty get on over to the fantasy show.com get those memberships the youtube exclusive group uh link is pinned in the live chat right now and uh appreciate every single one of you You
3: later, Bubba Deuce, bro.